0: Born. I'm more than addicted to it. I'm on the dark side of desire. There's no other way of putting it. I've been married for four years now with two children and I'll be honest with you, sex with a missus is just not it. I feel so low my Iman which led me into this dark hole. I'd wait for her to be in bed and the kids to go bed and I'd go into the other bedroom or the living room and get the phone out and start watching it. I would do this for a good month and then feel like rubbish, quit for a while and then go there again until one night I was getting into it and she creeped up behind me and took my phone off my hand. Her face changed the minute she saw what I was watching and she started screaming and I tried calming her down and she broke my phone out of anger and then started crying. At that moment, I have never felt so low and our relationship was never the same after that. What I found crazy was that she would also look through my dirty boxes to see if I, you know, was doing it again. I blame myself for all of this. There's no way I could justify this action. Please share some advice. I'm actually grateful for a message like this because being in this type of space for a while now, I know how many brothers are struggling with with something like this. And let alone, forget single brothers, married brothers this is, we're talking here. And what you've done brother is you've asked a question to a problem that many suffer from and also make their wives and ultimately their family suffer from it. You you shouldn't be doing it as a Muslim full stop. There's no ifs, there's no buts. And, you know, we have to almost distinguish. A lot of people put the two things together, masturbation and watching porn. But it's two different things you're doing there. And so there's two different things going on in your brain. And there's one thing about masturbation and then there's one thing about using porn as a means to masturbate. And you don't need to be a scientist or an avid researcher into this topic to know that it's harmful to your brain, your male brain. Porn is, is is proven that it's like drugs or gambling and alcohol and things like that because the reward system plays the same. And when you do that act, when you get that chance to do that act, it releases those same hormones and those brain experiences which are meant for your normal brain and body to bond with your wife. But somehow he hijacks, hijacks that. And in this case it binds you to the image that you're watching. So I don't know if you guys ever looked at brain imaging before. Of what a normal brain looks like. What a brain activity looks like on a you know somebody who's been addicted to heroin uh, for two years. And then what the brain of someone being addicted to porn is for two years. The brain on heroin and the brain on porn, virtually the same. And you know what's even more filthy? That's an overstimulation. What's more filthy is that the overstimulation of that porn leads to this, you know, you get desensitized to it. You you don't really feel nothing. In other words, you you feel less reward from the same pleasure and so you seek what happens you seek a stronger stimulus extreme filth content longer sessions and exactly how a drug addict would work I mean like when I when I was addicted to coffee for example and I don't know like the typical coffee that we would uh you know I don't know like a let's pick Yeah, let's pick Starbucks. But let's just say uh, Costa, for example. For those who maybe have drunk from Costa, you know what a takeaway cup looked like, a small. And then I'd be having the small, and probably the small has like one shot of coffee. And then because I've been having it for such a long time, say six months, I never got the same feeling I did on the first few months. So I have two options. I can get a second shot in the same size for a stronger dose or I can get a slightly bigger cup with a second shot in it. So I went for the bigger cup. And then I felt good. And then after six months, that dies out. And so now I thought, well, I don't want to carry around a large on the train or wherever I'm going. So why don't I just get the same medium, but with three shots? And it just carries on. Because you're looking for the same dopamine hit. And the only way, because the same things that you used to watch doesn't this doesn't cut it right now you need something deeper and everyone knows this anyone who does this stuff knows this and understands this so it's not just i do this and i move on it gets worse it's incredibly worse so you your brain would be open to because porn has everything your brain will be open to anything Anything that you wouldn't really be interested in, suddenly you're interested in because you just want to get off on it. And if that's not even bad, then the rates of people who are trying to come off it and also have other problems, mainly erectile dysfunction. Think about the, um, I don't know what the terminology is called, where, I don't want to get it to be too explicit, but I think it's necessary, necessary to know this, especially if you're someone that is going to get married or is trying to quit whilst you're being married, for example. But if you think about it, the exact same way that you are doing, the, the way you're doing that when you were single and then you take that through to the actual way that you use your genitals, the proper way, the grip that you can create on your own hand is not going to be the same of the grip or sensation that you may feel on the normal act if you get where I'm coming from and so what that leads to is that if you don't experience the same grip during the actual act now you can't maintain an erection so there's so many people that have gone through this and then then this affects the marriage even if your wife doesn't know even if they don't know what's going on. And let's just even talk about it. How do you feel when you do it? As a Muslim, how do you feel? It's one of the worst feelings you will ever feel. Everybody says that. And so, but you, you get hooked onto it, like any other drug. You do it again and again, knowing that you're just looking for that hit. And the hit only lasts for a few seconds. And you the feeling afterwards is one of the lowest... Motivation, anxiety hit feelings you will ever feel. You feel like utter rubbish. You don't even need to be a Muslim to feel that. Every guy feels that. And you mentioned intimacy with your wife has become dead. I'm not sure if any of you have heard of the like the Coolidge effect. It's basically getting bored of sex with the same person. And then having a renewed interest in it with a new person. That's essentially what the college effect is. So this is why pornography is so addictive. Because you can seek out the variety at any point. You can switch it up at any point. So at one point you can see, witness, watch, more... I'm um, my best not to be too explicit. But like... You can see a lot more than, say, a, you know, the, the richest, wealthiest kings I've ever seen in a matter of a year or a few months. You can consume all types of things that many people in the past wouldn't have been able to see. So your variety is on a next level and that's going to mess you up. And obviously Islam, we know that you can marry. You can marry more than one wife as long as you can strike um haq and you can strike, you know, you can do good between them all and you can be fair between all all of them all. Then Allah has given us a way out of of a way where you if you feel like you want to exercise that right and you feel like you want another wife, you're capable of taking care of them all, then at least there's an avenue that Islam gives you. And this eliminates the this issue of getting bored and the Coolidge effect and whatnot. But obviously not everyone has that means to do that. And It doesn't mean that because of that we resort to pornography. If you're single, the prophet gave us the best way to overcome this. A lot of people say it doesn't work for them. And I always beg to differ that, you know, when you start a habit and people are saying, you know, I don't know, ice baths are the thing to do or... You, I don't know you, you, you drink something you drink your greens in the morning or whatever it is that you straight away the first few weeks you may not feel you may not feel the exact effects that you've been looking for these people talking about you have to do it for a while to maybe reap the reward so why is it that someone then says the prophet told us to fast to if we can't get married and you know you want to protect your private past and after I fasted I still did the act I still did it who? What? So why don't we? Why don't we treat it the same? That it may take a while for you to fast, for you to feel it, feel the effect. A genuine fast, knowing, Allah, I'm doing it for your sake. You can see my situation, uh, and we have been prescribed to fast to allow us to help. I'm not going to get into the science of fasting, how it diminishes the the desire, basically, to want to. Um, do such a thing simply because you're hungry and then you can focus on more important things but we should see it from that angle so you said your intimacy with your wife is dead do you think she will say the same thing about you? I mean let's explore that for a second why could it be dead? are you overweight? do you suffer from say premature ejaculation? erectile dysfunction are you insecure about something the way i've read it it sounds probably sounds like some sort of therapy session but i'm being serious or are you sim just simply and i'm not trying to be rude here are you i'm genuinely not trying to be rude here are you just shit at it? are you rubbish at having sex and you know it and your wife knows it and so this is just a different avenue So like your wife will only respond to your sexual prowess, meaning if you believe in your your rubbish at it and you end up being rubbish at it, then she'll see that you're not being able to fulfill her needs and you're actually rubbish at it, rather than trying to think, how how can I fulfill her needs and also be secure of my ability? Maybe there's just some things that could be going on, I mean, I think another thing that makes you bored quickly is for anything, this goes for anything in life, overindulgence in it. And in this case, constantly wanting and doing uh, the act of sex and not having much else to do in your life. You get bored of it quickly. But if you have a lot, if you have purpose, if you have goals, and sex becomes a thing of you know being intimate with your wife obviously in a halal way you are trying to basically sprinkle this in your weekly routine to bring you too closer to Allah to restrain yourself from having to go outside and and be tempted by all of this fitna outside you're using it in that case then it won't become as boring as you make it out if you think I'm not talking about you early. You, you know, you got married, and suddenly, of course, it's normal. You're gonna be onto each other more, but afterwards, if you're still just trying to do it for the sake of it, this is one. This is one uh, symptom that can come from it. You get bored very, very quickly. So you shouldn't be pushing all of this baggage under the carpet, and turn into like we said at the beginning, the dark side of desire but you need to find a solution. It's up to you to find out what is it, I've given you a few ideas, but what is it that has caused you to do this and to keep doing this? And as for your wife, do you think for a minute, because you're already disobeying Allah, by allowing your eyes to watch what is prohibited and then also not protecting your private private parts from your own hands, but your wife does not deserve that in the slightest, Just imagine any guy listening to this will feel this sort of like your heart going to your throat feeling, like of disgust. Imagine she did that to you. How low would you feel the moment you find out that she needs to get off watching another man enjoy, you know, another man enjoy some other woman? She needs to do that instead of enjoying her own man. It's disgusting, isn't it? So what makes you think that she wouldn't feel the same? Just imagine she did that to you for a minute. Just imagine. That thought alone, because we already said, you already disobeying Allah. That should be enough for you to say, this is peak enough. This is disgusting. I shouldn't be doing this. But just for a second, if that's not working for you, it should be. But to add to it, Just imagine what you're doing to her. and Imagine she did it to you. And if it is your wife that has an issue, then help her out. Be the guiding light for her because she has... Because she has nobody else to turn to with this situation. Who else can she turn to? She can't tell her mum if she has a problem with intimacy she can't tell her sisters it'll be very very difficult she has you only and maybe the internet to help her if it's like a mental thing or a physical thing she needs you if she's fallen pregnant given you know she's given you children she's gone through this her physique has changed you need to help her come out of that. If she wants to return to her previous way and her previous physique, you're the one who needs to help her. Not run away and get your satisfaction for somewhere else. So you know with solutions yeah she already know the solution. By you asking this question you've probably already looked online. You probably already listened to things like if you've ever heard of Andrew Huberman that talks about this stuff and all these other people that are talking about no fap and whatnot. I'm not sure I'm not going to repeat that here. But what you will need to do and I'll give you the reminder because the reminder benefits the believers is you need to cry to Allah in the not in the middle in the last third of the night when he's at the lowest heaven and ask for forgiveness with unshakable belief that you will be forgiven and that you will not return to that action. Even if you think that I have no idea on earth how I will not return to this action, knowing that even me making this dua, I feel like doing it again. But that belief means that you've shown Allah, you've taken one step towards him for forgiveness, for forgiveness, and you leave it to Allah to take care of the rest. The caveat here is: here, you obviously do your bit. This is you. This is providing that you are also doing your bit every day, trying to stop the act by every means necessary. But the foundation of that is you asking Allah for help in a a way that you haven't done before. Other things that may help, you know, knowledge helps. If you learn about what happens to your brain, if you watch documentaries, when you consume porn and you understand it, it may scare you, and you may get to a point. I don't actually want that. If you may need to address any underlying and any underlying mental health disorders that you may have, it's possible. Do you have an issue? I have no idea who you are, but do you have an issue? Have you have you know have you gone to seek help? Have you taken any courses online? Are you taking the necessary steps as well? You need to recognize the signs of addiction. What triggers you is probably the biggest thing. People have Instagram and TikTok. And they are probably the number one. Twitter as well. That's just another uh, porn site basically. If you want, it can be. If you put those filters off, you can see anything that you want. There's no, you know, there's no filters on that at all. So you recognise that actually if I'm on Instagram for too long or I may need to set up a new Instagram account or I actually need to come off all that stuff, it's not helping me. You may need to take, forget anyone else, you may need to take those steps. You need to take measures such as eliminating access. So if you realise actually the missus and everyone is out, the kids are out and I'm heading home because just what I normally do, don't head home. Don't go home. Find something else to do. Be out of the house. Don't be by yourself. If you know if I if I'm if, if Shaitan catches me by myself, I'm losing that battle. Well show Allah that you're trying your best and He will take care of the rest. You need to find other things you can do. Is it boredom that is the biggest factor for you to start that? Is it loneliness? Whatever it may be, you need you need to find a way you need to find remedies but look i appreciate you asking the question because a lot of people be scared to answer the question even though guys by the way these these questions are anonymous no one i don't know who you are you can drop them on whatsapp and or you can drop them my email i'll leave uh, all the links down below but no one um i don't know who you are so but the fact that you still ask this question There's going to be listeners that are listening to this right now who will benefit from this. So I definitely uh, would say jazakallah khair for that, for asking this question and sending it my way. If you know, and I guarantee you if you're a guy, you probably know or you probably think, or maybe you can do it in a way where you're in a group and you probably know there's someone doing it, not that they told you, share this podcast to them. Find the share button and just share it if you know for example um that if you actually know somebody who's actually doing it then you definitely have to share there is no excuses but guys if you have any other question honestly drop me an uh, if in fact if you know somebody else it's probably the biggest one if you know somebody else you know some you know people talk they talk to you about their problems and if you think their problem is marriage related or finding a spouse send me that question inshallah and maybe I'll put it onto the uh, podcast and then when you find it you can share with them and say you're welcome